With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Fatback 4 Daily. It is your... What night is it? Thursday night show. Um, this show, of course, is brought to you by Paddy Power. Paddy Power is a bookies. It's a website. It's an app. If you gamble and you like to gamble, please gamble responsibly and try with Paddy Power. Uh, odds on football, odds on Liverpool specials, um, LFC Day Tripper specials on their app, sports, everything else beyond that. But as I always say, please gamble responsibly. Um, tonight's show um, is a little mix of, I suppose... A little bit of football, a little bit of Liverpool, and my guest told me just before we come on that he's, he loves random stuff. So um, if you want to go random and throw it in there, absolutely go ahead and do it. My guest is Carl Kopak. Carl, how are you, my man? Yeah, not bad, mate. Not bad at all. Looking forward to this. Good, good, good. Um, I did explain to Carl before the show that, uh, you know, we talk a bit of football, the people in the, the chat room throw random stuff at us through and we usually, last 10 minutes, we can we can throw the random stuff in there if the football stuff dries up. To which Carl replied, oh yeah, we love getting off the football on air podcast as quick as we can and talk about coats. So um, yeah, he's uh, it looks like we have the right man for the job tonight. But Carl, in all seriousness, I'm going to start with um, <laughs> the international break and it, it's coming, yeah. at, I feel it's coming at a good time for Liverpool, just to reassess things, have a look at how we're getting on. A, a little break, hope the players go away then international duty and come back um un- unscathed as they say and the thing that's taken over for the last two for for two weeks and it has taken over already is this eight point gap um the media are driving it as you know liverpool can't lose it from here I, I, fans of other clubs are saying sure they, they can't lose it from here surely it's a bit it's a bit uh premature carl isn't it to say that this league is over or anywhere even close in 1986 man united won their first 10 games and liverpool had no chance um, Liverpool won the double. So, yeah, you, you can, there's a bit of a narrative around this. It's, it's added pressure on Klopp, isn't it? As much as anything else, they're trying to say, if you lose it now, it's because you always bottle things and, and it's not over. You know, eight points is eight points and it's a lot. It's three wins, hmm. but it's also a couple of draws. Uh, and, you know, that's going to be five points by the time we take to the pitch at Old Trafford. So it's going to be, it's going to be a long, long way away. Uh, from you know, well, it's thirty games away from the league, mm. and I'd like to I'd like to get the league wrapped up in about February, ideally. <laughs> but, you know, but I'm sorry, I'm sorry that life isn't like that. So it's just, they're just trying to put a bit of added pressure on the team. But you're right, if the international break's perfect because we can go eight points. We're gonna have a couple of weeks off now, and hopefully our lads will be sat on benches rather than you know getting knee high tackles off people uh, around the world. So um, yeah, it, it's a perfect time because we can basically sort of take stock again and. You know, have a bit of a breather, hopefully. Yeah, it's it's. You're right in what you're saying. You know, uh, build Liverpool up, and if anything goes wrong, um, we can always say that this is the way they are, and this is this is what happens. I seen somebody say the other day, every, you know, if you're at top of Christmas, you you win the league, um, 
but a little asterisk beside it unless you're Liverpool. You know, I think there's way too much being yeah. made of it. Eight points is a big lead, but I, I, like people talk about, oh, Liverpool had this lead it going into, you know, a couple of seasons back. Um, this, sorry, and, you know, but, but like I look at, I look at, um, was it 2011, 12, 2011, 12, the, the season Aguero scores in the last second. I think Man United were probably eight points clear with six games to go. And they, they managed not to win a league, but but look something like that, yeah. Yeah, it was close to that. I think it was somewhere in around that six or eight points clear with, with, with six to go. Was a company scored ahead of that that night? I think it was. I think it was. Yeah, yeah I mean it's, it's a weird one because City are losing the games they've lost have been really weird games. They've lost the Norwich and Wolves, which is nuts if you think about it. You know, a draw from Tottenham isn't the end of the world for them. But to lose against those two, you know, you think if they're going to lose, it's going to be, you know, United or Chelsea or something like that. Um, but to lose to Norwich and Wolves, so, I mean, they've got no back four at the moment. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, we have to take advantage. We just have to. Because, I mean, all we can do is win. That's all we can do at this club at the moment is win our games and not think about City and, let you know, let them worry about us. And I think there's going to be a point if that happens that Guardiola will just think, OK, I'll win the Champions League instead. And then, you know, maybe start resting players for, for the Champions League game because he has to win the Champions League, I think, this year. So I, I, th- I think, yeah, I mean, I mean, just take advantage. Just take advantage. Eight points is a lot. Um, it's not as good as 11. So work on getting 11 clear or 10 clear or something like that. Even nine. We'll be on, could you get nine? No, we can't. That'd be impossible. But um, yeah, I mean, we have to we just take advantage. Just keep winning. That's all we can do. Yeah, look, people, people are telling me some of the, some of the l- losses that the, you know, leads that have been lost. Chris Brack says, you know, you lost a 12 point lead to Arsenal. I think that was back in 98, 99, no, no 97, 98. 98, that's, I think I know. Yeah, it's the Overmars yeah. goal at Old Trafford, isn't it? Where they needed to win that, but they'd load the yeah. game in hand and stuff like that. Um, Chris Pross says yeah. we, we will be 12 points clear by the time he plays City. If he can make that happen, I'm absolutely all for it. Um, sign me up. <laughs> yeah, I'm um, if, there's, if there's a GoFundMe or, you know, if you want me to sponsor, <laughs> sponsor something, anything, I, I'm more than willing to give, um, not a substantial amount of money. I'm not going to go too far, but you know, I'll throw twenty five quid in it. How does that sound? Um, I'll go. I'll go. With, I'll go with Hannah. You go with thirty five quid. Like a consortium has come in here and I'll offered thirty five quid. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A consortium made up of me and you have offered thirty five quid <laughs> for basically the league title. And I don't understand why people would turn that down. Um, we uh, Chris Brack says we win at home to Burnley on the twenty fifth of April. If we Jesus, that'd be some drinking session that went go on between that and the end of May. Um, when when and every Liverpool fan on the planet turns up in Liverpool to watch the parade. Um Chris Brack says that was Wenger's first title, yeah, ninety seven, ninety eight. He really, really upset Alex Ferguson that year. But do, do you understand where the media are coming from, Carl? You know, that they're, they're trying to you know, Gary Neville, Dick Candy Loser from here, you know. That's just is a tongue in cheek is it tongue in cheek or is it is is it him just going, Oh fuck. Uh these look really, really fucking good yeah, and I have to say that's, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, I have to start lighting candles and well, well also come on. Also you've got to think about the fact that, that that Sky wants it to be a contest, don't they? Oh Sky yeah. don't want to say United have won the league. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, sorry, Liverpool have won the league. They 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 don't they they they, they want to put as much pressure on as possible to make it interesting. Yeah, well they, they do. And, you know, they love nothing more than, you know, like, um, doing these mad Sundays where it's like Sunday showdown and fucking winner takes all. And, and interestingly enough, 
I think City Liverpool was probably about six or seven games from the end of the season this season. The game at the Etihad. Yeah, so it they, is. It's they, a late one. Yeah, they'd love to be going in there with you know two points in or, or level on points or something like that because obviously it boosts their ratings and stuff like that. It's it's um it's yeah. it's it's just the way it is, isn't it? But. Yeah. But like, looking at the next block of games, you know, we have, there's a couple of games with Gang thrown in there, there's Arsenal in the League Cup, but the four main ones will be United away, um, Tottenham at home, Villa away, and then City. I've, I said that if we can get through United, I think we do go into City 11 wins from 11. But the, the United one always kind of throws me, no matter how good we are going there, or no matter how bad we are, we can turn her up against them. Is this a real marker to put down, Carl? Because, Go there, show them a better than them, prove a better than them, and show City that yeah we messed up here last season, but we're not doing it this time. Yeah, I think I think we've got to be brutal. We we gave United far too much respect last year when they were getting injuries all over the park, and we didn't really lay a glove on them because we just wanted not to lose. I think he goes into that game and says, makes a statement and saying, if you lads want to be in the top four, if you lads want to be in the top two. Welcome to Liverpool. This is what we do now. And we've done that, you know, we, you know, Arsenal came to us and we battered them. We were really impressive, I thought, for 70 minutes against Chelsea. And, and you know, we, we, this is the level they play at now. And I, I want a really strong performance at Old Trafford. Not just, I mean, I think we'll win. Well, I, I don't think we'll lose. But, um, I, I'd like a real sort of, lads, you can chase us around. You know, that's, that's what you got. I mean, I mean, please play, please, I hope to God they play Fred, you know, and people like that, uh, and, and, and Tomini. But, um, I think we, we basically make a statement. I mean, we, the last time we won there was 2014 and we won 3-0. And that was a statement, lads. We're just so much better than you now. This is what, this is what the level is. The, 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 the league title level is Liverpool level and you are so far off it. I don't want lots of respect and it's a derby and everything, you know, everything's equalised and that sort of thing. No, I, I want a statement. Yeah, I want a statement too. I, I do think Klopp goes a little bit too good. But, but I'll take the points first. Yeah, he was he was far too conservative last year. He didn't he didn't want to upset anyone. That's what that's what it looked like to me. Yeah, because just, just just get in, get out. That's what it looked like to me. Yeah, because like even at Old Trafford, and and even 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 to a point that the Etihad, I think he was too conservative in his in his thoughts when it came to the to the, to the lineup. And and actually, when he changed it around and brought Fabinho on at the Etihad, I thought we were much the better side. Um, but yeah, going to Old Trafford last year, like you said, they weren't a good side. They had to make three subs in the first thirty-five minutes. I think they were all over the place, yeah. and we we stood off and went. Uh, you know, weren't too sure of ourselves. We need to be going into that one, extremely sure of ourselves. Going, listen, we're going nine from nine here. Whether you like it or not, you know. And you know, you can put up whatever they want. They can sing about twenty times and Ole's at the wheel and, and whatever else other chart hits they want to sing. But we really need to go in there, car because you don't want, especially against United, you don't want to show any frailty. You don't want to show any chink in your armor. You know, we're the possibility of a slight resurgent spores coming to you because they, I think, play Watford at home and then I think they play Olympiacos at home maybe in the... Is it Olympiacos they play or, or is it Red yeah, Reds? They have in the European Cup in, in between. So you're yeah. really... You, it's setting down a marker for your next couple of games. Um, how bad are you United, Carl? I think along with Arsenal, they're the strangest team in the league because they haven't won away this season. Which, which is incredible in itself. You know, the, even the League Cup game went to penalties. They're, they're appalling. They're really bad. They still haven't got a settle back for the midfield looks like we could play in it, Gav. And yeah, they and sold their only striker. Me. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'll to be honest, I'm probably not going to get in many squads. 
but I reckon I get on the bench at United at the moment. Um, and that's what worries me, to be honest, because they're that poor. That football does tricks and plays tricks sometimes. So I'm a little bit concerned about that because it'd be, it'd be horrible to go then and lose to the worst United side I've ever seen. Um, but I think we scored a goal early on there. It's in their head straight away. I mean, they're all sort of broadly behind Solskjaer at the moment, the people who go home and away. They're all sort of broadly behind them, but there's no plan. There's no plan for United. I don't know what they want. I mean, Southern Lukaku, I just thought, and not replacing him was just nuts. Because, you know, they've got two quick people in, in Martial and, and, uh, um, uh, and Rashford. But they pick up a lot of injuries because of their, you know, because of their, their speed and what have you. Where Lukaku was just a lump. He just rolled people all the time. And they just didn't bother replacing him. Yeah, and the funny, so I don't see what what they're going to do about that. The funny thing is, looking at how they play this season, he's probably the perfect thing that they need. You know, because they do look so yeah. light up front. They don't seem to be able to retain the ball up front. They don't even seem to have somebody that running behind or or stretch defences. You know, Rashford looks like he just wants to be. Oh, give me the ball and I'll. I'll you know, mess about with it. Lingard, it's just Lingard, you know, there's not much to say about it. Martial's been in and out with injury. They're looking at young lads coming on, um, to try influence games. Is a Mason Greenwood, I think is his name. Um, and then you had Daniel yeah. James that they're hanging their hat on, who was, ba- watch, lad, yeah. you know, he was basically, look, he was a championship winger last season. Uh, he looks a good player, don't get me wrong, but it's a big jump from Swansea in the championship to being literally the poster boy for Manchester United in a season where everybody yeah. else has decided that they're not showing up. Um, you know, but it's yeah. one of those, like some, somebody says there, he's seeing plenty of average Liverpool sides be good United, so, uh, sorry, average Liverpool sides beat Good United sides. That's his only worry. Somebody says there on the chat. That has to be that. That's concerning. Yeah, I agree. I agree agree with that. You 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 go with me on that, yeah? Yeah, absolutely. Completely agree with that. I've seen some terrible Liverpool sides when beat 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 Man United. It's because that's what we don't want. We don't want to get to get down to an equal competition of just blood and guts, and whoever gets up first wins. We you know you you show class in this game. We, We go around them. We go through them. We go down the sides. We tire them out. As Shankly said, the ball never gets tired. And it's a nice big pitch and we should be making full advantage of that. Yeah. And you know what? When, when you do actually play around them a bit, they, they are open. They are there for the taking. You know, um, Chris Brack says a slight concern would be Wamba Saka, Martial and Pogba will be back. Reports today is that Pogba has fractured. Was it a toe? I think he's fractured. And. Okay. And, and lo- looks like he's up out for four weeks. I don't believe that. I think he will be back to play for Liverpool. Wamba Saka is no, in- no interest in that player. I just, I, I don't know, um, I, I really don't know what the hype is over him. Looks a good defender. Looks a decent right back. But other than that, you know, yeah, I'm not too bothered by it. Martial hasn't been at the race for Liverpool. It's all about Liverpool's, I suppose, the way they, they express themselves, the attitude they go in with, and the way they impose themselves. Like you said, big pitch, open. We have attacking players that love space, love, you know, yeah. if, you know, you play at a slightly high line. If they don't press us, we can, Firmino will have a field day just taking balls off the likes of Fabinho, whether it be Milner, Henderson, Wijnaldum, whoever is in midfield. It's one of those where it really could play into our hands. Like you said, you don't want blood and guts because then it gets down to, you know, you're in the trenches then and anything can happen. You know, that kind of way. Um, yeah. Bar- Barry Carr says Pogba missing will be a huge blow for Liverpool. <laughs> yeah, it could be. Yeah, it absolutely it could, be. could be. Um, but 
Look, Mick says United's tactic would be to sit back and, and hit the pocket behind Trent for Rashford and Martial. Yeah, it could be. But then that's, again... That's what, I, that's what I'd do. That's yeah, what I'd do. that's what I'd do. Obviously. Or do you know what I'd have done? I'd have kept Lukaku and I'd have just hit at him and said, look, try win something. Um, pull yourself onto whether it be Matt Blovern or, or, or Gomez. Try win something and again get in behind Trent. But I think Trent, that I was when it comes to Trent, I was a little bit... He's, he can be hesitant at times on what he's doing. He doesn't seem 100% sure defensively. But over recent times, I think he's been absolutely excellent. So um, I think that thing in behind Trent is starting to become a little bit of a myth. Um, he is still targeted. Um, and we have the problem where Jordan Henderson is trying to cover because Salah is staying up the pitch. But that's that's a whole different tactical issue. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I wanted to ask you about Man City. Um 100 points the season before last, 98 last season, a phenomenal football inside, there's no no shadow of a doubt, they're, they're unbelievable, and listen, Liverpool will be league champions in 20, was it 25 of the last 27 years with that total last season, um, Yeah. but do you think it's mentally getting to Man City, now I know it's only 8 games in, but just watching the, the games that they've lost, do you feel that it's something where they're not quite mentally at it or something is not quite right because games they usually just stroll through they're not doing it and listen you can make what you want of the, of the centre half problem but the, they lost 2-0 to Wolves the other day and they looked all over the place from, from back to front I think it's always a big indicator when you watch a team with 20 minutes to go take long shots Yeah, I think that always because, because that Liverpool in the 90s did that all the time if we're not winning, if we're 1-0 down, we'll try long shots and, you know, get a deflection. That, to me, shows a lack of imagination. And City, City's, a City goal is basically get it to the byline, pull it back, and someone will drag it in, usually Sterling. Mm. And uh, the, the Wolves game is really interesting because, I mean, the centre-half thing is an issue. Laporte is a huge loss. Because Wolves could have been 2-0 up before when it was 0-0. They, um, had, they had, like, one-on-ones and with a, and all a over the park. On yeah. Yeah. And Fernandinho, you know, the man who never gets booked, um, he was just pulling them down all over the place because he, he, he can't play that role. And it's, it's a shame that, you know, they probably might have somebody back for, um, by the time we play them. But if, if they were going to play Fernandinho, if they played the way against, um, us the way they played against Wolves on Sunday, all the best lads, honestly. I mean, you're right, they're fantastic going forward and, and, um, you're talking about Trent there. I thought De Bruyne played Trent perfectly in the, in the charity shield because he just put the ball just in the place he couldn't get to and he just did it time and again. And that would be a worry for them. But uh, are they tired? I think they've got to win the Champions League. I think if you said to Guardiola now, which one's John? I don't think it's testing his mind. Um, and this start... I mean, he was talking earlier this week about sort of he might, he might go at some point as well. You know, he wants to be one to do something else. Um, you know, in the same way Pochettino did before the Champions League final. But are they getting tired? I think they want the European Cup. I think that they want that more than anything else. And this start is a bit of an advertisement for that, I think. Because they either win 7-0 or they'll lose. Yeah, so it's one of those where they're eyeing up, you know, their group games and they're, they're make, and players are probably looking going, I'm, I'm making sure I'm in that game against, you know, whether it be Shakhtar, Donetsk or, or whoever's in their group. Yeah. Um, I know, I think Doncaster Rovers are in their group as well. Um, but yeah, you know, it could be, it could be something like that where, where they're literally eye on the Champions League from, from the outset and don't have any slip ups and let's get into a groove in this competition. Having said that, if they come across Liverpool in this competition, I think they're going out. Um, because I think when it comes to 
if they're putting all their eggs in that basket, it's a massive risk against the side that Pep Guardiola just does not like playing against. You know, he's won the odd, yeah. he's won a couple, he's lost a couple, he's drawn a couple, and um, he just does not like playing against us. Going, going to the, I'll tell you, I'll put you on the spot. Um, you know, either way, uh, Spurs at home, Villa away, three games before we go into City. How many points are you hoping or expecting to get from that? Nine. You're going for nine. Nine. Yeah, I yeah. like I, I like that card. I really do. Um, it's the exact number I was thinking of. It's like it's like Keegan and Tottenham from years ago. It's not for ago. us, really. It's yeah. rich. It's not. It's not for us, really. It's, it's. I don't know what they do to beat us. Yeah, that's the thing I don't understand. I know what Tottenham can do. They do what they normally do: mm. jump around in the penalty area. Yeah, yeah, they, they yeah they play that folly over game, um, which yeah. which usually works. But do you know something? Like I said at the start. United comes at, at the, you know, the international break comes at the right time. I'd have loving United. I'd have loving United, like, you know, say, even the Wednesday night after that Newcastle result. I'd have loved it. Um, just to absolutely pile around them. But, but you know something? But you know something? I think, I think, you know. Monday night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, Monday night. Yeah, just, just, ring, you just ring them after Newcastle. Go, listen, do you want to move that far with the Monday night? We can all have three weeks off. We'll all have three weeks off. We'll all go away together if yeah. you like. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like, sure, the club have a, a plane that brings the Brazilian lads back. It's sitting there doing nothing. Do you fancy just going off for three weeks ago? We play this Monday night. But do you know what, do you know what the thing is? I'm, I'm watching social media and United are talking themselves up. You know, Solskjaer saying it's the perfect game for us after the Newcastle game and players are starting to kind of G themselves up. And I think, like you said earlier, if we go out there and we put, put one on them early. Um, all that Ging up and all that talking up stops very, yeah, very quickly. I, 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 I'm going, I'm going with nine too. I'm not, I'm not going to argue with you. I'll take ten if it's going. I, I don't know if do we, do we get a bonus? I don't know if our 35 quid is going to stretch to ten points. <laughs> uh, to be honest with you, I'll have a word. Um, <coughs> listen, if we offer it in euros, we might get it because it's, it's, it's worth more than the pound now. Yeah, have you um, every chance? Yeah, listen, if you're strolling every in the euros, cash is king. You know, uh, but no, I'm going to go nine points with you as well. I'd be interested to see what happens with Wofford. Um, not, sorry, Spurs are home to Wofford and then the Champions League game. Um, and then we can have a real idea as to where, you know, we'll have an idea as to where Spurs really are. The Villa one away could be tricky, but again, I think Liverpool will have too much. Um, City have three games before then. I can get them up for you now while we're speaking. And, um, but I think it's Palace away. Uh, yeah, Palace away on, on Saturday. Yeah, I'll Saturday have to, night. I'll have to find it now. Um, yeah, it's Palace away. There was what other game? There was another game thrown in there that interested me as well. But City are going to have to go go for nine, aren't they? They really are. Yeah, definitely. And, and I think they'll beat Palace because Palace are dreadful at home. Palace are so poor at Salah's Park, and for some reason it's always drawn as a tricky away, and people just go there and batter them. Yeah, um, they always but, you know, seem to have, have a go at City. They always seem to have a go at City. They were quite lucky last year when they, they they got to go back. I think they got to go back, and then, um, and wasn't the season before they they were they had a penalty missed in the last couple of minutes as well. They've yeah. um they've they've had a they've yeah. had a really a uh, really really weird one. Like Chris Brack says, their Palace away could be awkward for them. Barry Carr says we're going to be eleven points clear. Um, like the, the confidence on the chat here is unbelievable tonight. Um, if anyone has any random questions from yourself or Carl, um, throw them in there, and we'll do them for the last five or six minutes. But Carl. 
what are you doing with yourself? Because I do hear you. I've, I, I know you from listening to the Anfield rap. Um, I know you do some stuff with, was it the Anfield index you done stuff with as well? What are you doing with yourself now? Because I got in contact with you today. I do, I, I do the, I do, I do, I do the, the only Anfield index stuff I do is I do the show with Trev every week, Trev and Cam. Mm. Uh, I do the Anfield rap when I'm home, mm-hmm. uh, when I get to see them as well. I do all the podcasts which aren't football related. Mm-hmm. Uh, mostly about Jack, the Jack the Ripper murders of eighteen eighty eight. Oh God! There, there being a huge crossover yeah. between the two. I can, t- I can talk. I, I hosted the uh, Jack the Ripper conference as the MC over the weekend. Right. Uh, and I'm about to start a Sherlock Holmes podcast. Right. Uh, okay. But specifically about the Sherlock Holmes, the book, not the TV or films, the books, the character in the, in the books. Jesus, that's some difference, isn't it, from um, sitting around the table having a beer with Neil Atkinson? <laughs> uh, some change, yeah. you know. Um, and, well, Neil, and Neil Atkinson is also a Sherlock fan. He's he's getting involved as well. Oh, is he? Yeah, yeah. Oh. That, that, that came about. We I, I did a podcast with Neil. It was after the Palace a few years ago. Um, one of the opening questions he did was, um, "What would your mastermind question be? What would your mastermind topic be?" Uh, and I said the Sherlock Holmes short story, and his eyes lit up and went, "Really, you know that stuff?" And he asked me a question. And, uh, and afterwards, he said, I didn't realise you were a Sherlock fan as well. And he's, um, just as much as a Sherlock Anorak as I am. So, um, yeah, I Neil will be, I can't say when, but Neil will be appearing on as a guest on the podcast at some point. Brilliant, brilliant stuff. Neil's a great guy. Um, Adders25 says, Who does Carl think was Jack the Ripper? Jesus, there's the question. Who do you think was Jack the Ripper? We- we don't know. We will never know. It is senseless trying to work it out. I think it's someone whose name has not even been suggested by history. It was a local nobody. It wasn't the prince. It wasn't um, Queen Victoria's grandson or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It was just a local uh, local man in the area. The only oh. thing we know about him is that he was local and uh, he would have lived alone. That's all we know. Okay. Um, yeah, so Barry Carr says here, Carl, Cam and Trev is pure gold. Um, I don't know whether you heard the show <laughs> a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we had Trev on here and Trev is a former member of this parish, as you know. Yep. And, um, oh my God, the stories that come out, uh, yeah, unbelievable. Um, it's, most of them couldn't be broadcast, but, uh, Jesus, the, the lads done, they've done some awful stuff to Trev. Um, I'm not surprised his head is in, in a very, very bad place at the moment. Yeah. And it's, and, and you know what? If, 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 if Trev was making an insurance claim, he should be coming straight to the door of the LFC day trippers and going, listen, you owe me. And I'll say, listen, I spent my last 35 quid with Carl Coppack trying to buy the league. So yep. fuck off, Trev. Um, it would, would usually what's happened. Uh, Northred said, Gav's face when he said Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, I was very shocked when you said that because we're talking about Man City eight points, you know, back for play down the channels and you go yeah Sherlock Holmes is great and I'm going to go wow that is a real um, real jump for me. <laughs> yeah. Stephen I, like, Hack- I, like, I like I'm eclectic eclectic I like to jump around <laughs> yeah absolutely listen it's, having all them sorts of interests is not a bad thing for you uh, Stephen Hackett says can anyone guess what the biggest cat in the world is called like his name are we guessing his name or are we just going the biggest type of cat in the world Dave. It's it's his name isn't it uh, Dave I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go with Jeff. Um, I think I'm just gonna oh, go yeah. with Jeff. Dave, I'll, go, I'll, I'll go Dave, yeah. Oh, Barry, Barry Carr has reminded me. Right, Carl, this is the question that's always the question on this show. Um, and it gets various, uh, answers. It, it, it literally goes into ridiculous stuff at times. But this is the question, and all guests usually get it. So, <coughs> Carl, you're in New York, okay? You're yep. in New York. 
and you're on top of a building. We call it 50 stories up. Okay, 50 stories up. It's a flat okay. roof. It's a flat roof, completely flat roof. And there's a building across from you. What is the maximum distance you could jump between those two buildings? Both buildings have flat roofs. Six. Um, and I, and listen, Chris Pajak wanted fucking tilts. He wanted, you know, angles. He wanted, <laughs> he wanted downhill runs. He wanted, so I gave him an 11 mile an hour wind helping behind him. So I'm going to give that to you. So what's the maximum distance you think you could jump between those buildings? Two foot. Hey, don't forget the Johnsons are coming over. I want to find a rosé Jill hasn't tried yet. Let's go exploring at Total Wine. Their prices are ridiculously low. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, always low prices. Total Wine and more. Two foot. I'm not taking any risk whatsoever. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with my, my roof, thanks. So, I'm not a lucky man when it comes to things like that. Okay, but but 11 mile an hour wind behind you, you're talking the length of two standard school rulers. Um, yeah. Two foot. And I, 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 I wouldn't enjoy the being a middle air bit either. Yeah. I, 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 okay, no. so you want, well, you, want like some, <laughs> you want you want somebody underneath with, with a net. Is, is that what you're saying? Ideally. Ideally about an inch below that, yeah. Yeah, so someone on the 49th right, right, floor. Ideally just holding, holding bricks. Or, you know, or, or something concrete based, yeah. I, I, I'm not a man who takes risks on things like that. I'm not great with heights. Okay, so the two so, people, uh, so two people on the, no, 40, I think, two people on the 49th floor holding a net while you miraculously jump two feet. Yeah. Between two feet. That's the lowest we've got. You do realize you could lie down. I'm not, I'm not taking. You could lie down and you could literally, your body, most of your body could be on the other side without jumping anywhere. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, I still you... don't like the odds. I don't like the odds. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Stephen Hackett says he do six feet. Um, six feet. It's not very impressive. Really? Yeah, like like Andy after day tripper said he reckoned he could do. I think he said four meters. Right, and that's a lot though. I think. But he caveat. I'm not, I'm not measuring this out in my flat. That's oh. a that's a long way for me. Well, four meters is twelve feet. Yeah. You know, so so that's about the 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 average room is about eight foot tall, isn't it? Yeah, I'm not doing that, no chance. Yeah, the average ceiling is eight foot, so you're looking at times and a half. Yeah, yeah. If you lay it down, yeah. But he did caveat it with the fact that he would need a fire escape on the far side. You know, one of these steel fire escapes that he could hang on to if if um, you know, if, if things went badly wrong. And I said, Andy, you'd be fifty stories yeah. from the, from the ground hanging onto some steel that's been, yeah. you know, screwed into the side of a building probably sixty years ago. It's um, it's not one of those, but two feet. Um, okay. Uh, two feet is, okay, fine. Um, Chris Brack asks, who was a better detective? Sherlock Holmes or Colleen Rooney? <laughs> Wagatha. Um. Wagatha. <laughs> no, it's gotta be Sherlock. Yeah. It's, it's, it's got, it's got to be Sherlock, isn't it? Um, I'm from the same part of Liverpool as Colleen Rooney. Yeah. So, uh, I'm, I'm definitely, and definitely, I'm definitely on it. Definitely. Okay. I thought it was amazing. Carry it is on. weird though, isn't it? It, 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 it it, it is a weird story. I mean, I, I don't anything that you know based with people like that. I'm not interested, in, and everything that man and entail. That was that was just nuts. I just think that's really weird. Do you see, there's a bloke on Radio One who's claiming credit for it. No, no. You see, he said, he said about a year ago. That's what people. If, go on, go on. Because it's, it's someone called Dave or something. He, he said he <laughs> tweeted her ages ago. and said, if you got a problem, this is what you do. And she never replied to him. I think I've got this right. He didn't never replied to him. And then, um, and then you know, she's done what. Uh, 
obviously he suggested. Obviously, she must get like eight billion tweets a day. And uh, and he like said, yeah, that was me. That was me. I told her to do that. Yeah, because and he said, and he said oh, and the press the press have been ringing me and everything's been brilliant. And I thought, yeah, all right, mate. Well Bye. done, Dave. I would tell you, there's a big cat called Jeff. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going for Jeff now, actually. Yeah, yeah. Dave doesn't deserve it. Yeah, fuck off, Dave. Um, but do you know what the, the thing is? Like, uh, I, I didn't know what was going on. I was off doing bits and pieces. Was was it yesterday or the day before? I can't even remember. I, my um, memory of days is extremely bad. Yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah. So I went off, and again, the, the WhatsApp group was... You know, turning over at a nice rate, as this, this WhatsApp group usually does. And it was like, what's going on? What That Vardy one is mad, isn't she? And I was like, what is going on here? And um, I looked and I went, is this fucking for real? <laughs> she starts blocking everybody on her, on her Instagram and then finding out who it was. And then the other girl responds and stuff. Absolutely insane stuff. I've seen a great thing today. It was like um, the cover of the Guess Who board game. And I had uh, Colin Ro- Colleen Rooney on the front, which I thought yeah, was Yeah, I've seen there. that. I, I, it was really, really good. Uh, Chris Brack says, what's your yeah. best cereal? Ah, interesting. Um... What he says? Are you, are you he talking says, mainline or just like your, 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 whatever you want? Like your porridge stuff? Yeah, sure, sure. Um, I'm not going like to knock around the like house. Muesli. Okay. Can, can I ask a question back? Yeah. You know, you know, you know those multi packs of cereals you get. Yeah. With like, you know, it's always got two Rice Krispies or cornflakes and mm-hmm. things like that. What's the last one you eat? Uh, we had that on our show once. What in them? There's Rice Krispies. Is the cornflakes? Honey, is it? There's Rice Krispies. Rice Krispies. It's like Frosties, maybe Cocoa Pops. Right. Uh, there's eight altogether. One is always duplicated, isn't it? Yeah. I'd say it's probably... It depends what humour you're in. If you're on a hangover, um, you're not bothered. You're eating them all. Um, probably dry because you're too lazy to get up and find milk. But, um, <laughs> or all together, yeah. Yeah, just, just lash them, them in. Yeah, in lash them in two liters of milk, um, in a bucket, and you just sit there for <laughs> for as long as it takes and see, see what way it comes out. Cornflakes is probably the answer, isn't it? You know, like cornflakes I, I, aren't I, bad. I, but, I said ricicles. Ricicles, yeah, but cornflakes aren't a bad option. But when you have all that them um, e numbers and stuff floating around, and you know, it's like, oh, even even as a thirty seven year old man, you're going to go, oh, cocoa pops, and yeah, you go you go for the cocoa pops, but um. The variety packs, I haven't had one of them in years. Haven't had one in years. Um, who else? Uh, nah. Let me see. Maverick says the cereal is Rice Krispies plus granola. Cool. Rice Krispies plus granola. Chris Brack says cornflakes are very boring. Um, what else have we got? Honey Nut Loops and Frosties are the best, says Chris Brack. Uh, listen, if you have any more random questions, we're literally staying online for two or three more minutes before we go. Um, because <laughs> okay. this could go, this could go on all night. It really, really could. When this group gets going, they start asking the most random stuff. But, um, Carl, I might as well ask you, um, if I'm, I'm hoping I will speak to you before, uh, the season is out again. Um, if you'd be, if you would like to come on again and talk to us, but are, are Liverpool winning the league? Yeah, of course, yeah. Are Liverpool winning the league? 100%. 100% yeah. nailed on. Yeah. Somebody said earlier there that um, every five or six seasons, somebody just runs away with it. And this could be the season. Do you reckon it could go like that? Or do you think it'd be a lot tighter than, you t- a lot tighter than that? I'm basically, I'm, I'm hanging on to everything I possibly have that it goes that way. And I can have a few months rest. Mm. That, that, that At my age, you get to the stage where you just I just want the easiest life possible. So I'd quite like it if everyone would stop trying now and just give us the points. 
Um, you know, just basically just walk onto the pitch, shake hands and say, I'm sorry for bothering you. Here's your three points. Yeah. That's what I want at some point. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not up for teams trying against us. I just want to, you know, once we go a goal up, I'd like them to basically just, just declare like cricket. That's fine. We'll take that, lads. Cheers. Mm. I was trying to walk out if you were, when, where, if you were to win the league. Would, say you win it with three games to go, would, do you get it at your last home game, which will be Chelsea at home, or do you have to wait till the final day, which will be Newcastle away? Um, I'd have to know all that information before I would have to make a claim on what way I'd like to win it. Oh, listen, I'd love to be turning into January the 4th with 14 points on ahead of everyone else and go, yay, yeah. here we go, we can have a really nice time for four or five months. But um, I think I might be a bit closer than that. I really, really do. Uh, last question, last question. Christmas chocolate. Um, it's never too too early to talk about Christmas, apparently. Uh, for me, says Chris, it's mint matchmakers or Terry's chocolate orange. What are you going with, Carl? That's, that's, that's a very, very strong shout. I do I think like you, a matchmaker. I think, I, I've not I, had matchmakers for years. I think he's being greedy, saying too. If you had to fight between the two, mm-hmm. I think I would go for the matchmakers. You know, just because I think I had a, I had some of a, che- uh, a Terry chocolate orange quite recently, and that you know when you're a kid, it's a bit of, it's a bit of a treat. Mm. But I haven't had like a mint chocolate for ages. Yeah, well, I always I think say mint chocolate is a good. Thanks for that's a really strong answer. Yeah, I, I always say like in, in my house anyway, like after eights, like after eights for you, everyone knows what after eights are. These little chocolate square yeah. slim bits in their own individual packaging all that sort of stuff and i can honestly in, say in a, in a bag in their own personal bag you know, yeah, that, yeah 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 posh. yeah and you know you can leave them in there strategically and people think there's more in there than there actually is and yeah. stuff like that and but the gas thing is like i find i never think of an after eight from one end of the year to the other and then when it gets to christmas my wife will literally say to me when you're going for that big shop at christmas don't forget the after eights and it's said every single year in this house Never after that. Never after that. After eight, no. I think it's a good show. Um, but if anyone's out there, try uh, Terry's Chocolate Orange Cheesecake. I think it's out of this world. Out of this world. Um, oh, there's one for you. North Red said uh, the selection boxes. Everyone knows the selection box. What's the what's the first bar you yep. eat over selection box or your favourite chocolate bar over selection box? Um... I know this isn't going to be popular because I've heard recently that this really gets slagged off, particularly in Gavin and Stacey. I do like a bounty. Yeah, I don't I mind do a like, bounty. Like a bounty bar. Don't mind but a bounty. But in Gavin and Stacey, they, they, they made out that sort of like, you know, whoever gets the bounty bar has been really unlucky. Mm. I do like a dark chocolate bounty bar. I know that's not a selection box, you know, option. But, um, yeah, I, I'm a big fan of that. Yeah, no, I don't think I there's anything. like any- a crunchy as well. I don't think there's anything wrong with them. Um- Bounties and to be honest with you, if James Corden is saying it, it doesn't fuck him a whole much way for me anyway. Um yeah, that's, Chris, that's true. Chris Brack is straight in there with double decker. Straight in with double decker, there's no no doubt Good, about it. Strong, strong shouts, strong, strong shouts, shout, it's, it's um I don't really know. The 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 Cabri's fudge is probably the last one I go for. Do you know the one that sits there lonely um for a long time until rations get really bad um close to New Year's Eve, I suppose. Uh but look, it's 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 one of those, each to your own. Um, Chris Brack says, matchmakers feel more like a novelty for Christmas. Go to Aldi, they have loads. There you go. Corley Ward. Really? Yeah, yeah. They have loads. Aldi have loads of uh, matchmakers. So cancel all appointments tomorrow, Carl, and get yourself down to Aldi. <laughs> and um, you, will, you will need to... You will need to I'll f- tell my boss, you'll be elated. Yeah, yeah, listen, I have to go. Matchmakers, Aldi, and just walk out the door. <laughs> uh, they'll understand. It's like, it's like the time I went looking for cans of lilt. 
couldn't find them. Um, but I, I will, I will, I will hunt down Lilt, the totally tropical taste, and uh, I will get there. Uh, let me see. Stephen Max says Klopp is going to do with Dortmund and win three or four cups and leagues. Hopefully, North Red goes with a crunchy. Stephen Mack goes with a star bar. Do you have star bars in England? You do, yeah. I, don't, I think I think they're quite as rare as little, little bees days, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't mind the star bar. Yeah. Um, I, I've got a, a question there as well. Is a picnic bar and lion bar the same thing? No, Jesus, no. Well, a picnic bar has really, yeah, because I, no. I can't remember lion bars, but they seem quite the same thing for me. Lion bars are. Lion bars just, they look similar, but now inside the picnics you have raisins and stuff, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, there's no. You there's don't no, get them in lion bars. No, there's no, like there's no, there's, there's no raisin messing. There's no, um, they aren't messing about with raisins in oh, lion okay. bars. They really aren't. Um, no, a lion bar is literally like. Unadulterated by fruit, okay. Yeah, it, a lion bar, how do I explain a, lo- a lion bar? It, it, you know, it kind of has that, I don't know. Bump, bumpy look off. I don't know what way you'd explain it. Yeah. But it's literally just caramel and, and wafer inside, really, isn't it? Is it a wafer? That's why I couldn't work out if it was wafer or it was, it was nougat, as Partridge puts it. Yeah. I'm going to have to look into that for you. I'll get back to you. Yeah. I'll, 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 um, I'll send you a message on Twitter. This is what the people want, Gav. This, 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 this is the research people want. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So, like, like we look. The football's on a break. We're trying to talk about it as much as we can. But listen, if we can start out your your after dinner mints for Christmas, um, your selection box. What the what? Uh, uh, when you get to the selection uh, box, get in there early and grab what, what we suggest. Look, it's 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 helping out in the community, really, is it? Well, that's what we're doing. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah, it's a community service. Absolutely, absolutely. And listen, to be honest with you. There's times when I feel like I, I should be on community service, um, for some of the stuff that goes on here, um, on this show. But listen, that that is um, that's about it, Carl. You've been an absolute pleasure to talk to this evening. Um, I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, good, good. And we're gonna have you back in, um, just around Christmas, hopefully, and we can discuss what you have bought in Aldi, um, that day when you when you left work early because of a family yeah, emergency yeah. but you really went to Aldi to buy matchmakers um, listen that's it um, that's been the Fatback for daily for Thursday I will be back tomorrow evening at 10pm as normal I don't know who's on me tomorrow I don't know if I'll be on my own um, I might even ring Carl and we'll see how we get on that's it talk to you in a bit over now Sports Social Podcast Network <laughs>